welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello, my fiercely unstoppable listeners. (laughs) Welcome back. We have another awesome interview, but we don't have just one guest this week. We have two. It is so much fun. You guys are going to love Kimmy and Pua, and they are the co-founders of BLE Digital, a burning desire to help people fall in love with their businesses and their lives. These fitness trainers turned corporate productivity coaches, turned business coaches, believe there are too many entrepreneurs with big dreams to serve the world in badass, amazing ways that end up feeling like it would be much easier to quit and go back to that real job. BLE Digital is more than a business. It's a radical movement to empower people to follow their dreams and expand the way they think, work, and live in today's modern world. Kimmy and Pua support entrepreneurs with their free tribe on Facebook, a variety of digital media services, their free broke-ass to badass weekly podcast, and their signature eight-week program, Broke-Ass to Badass, which guides entrepreneurs around the world to create badass online business from a foundation of efficiency and productivity. Oh, this, you guys, is such a treat. You are going to love, love, love this. I can't wait to get started. So let's just dive in. All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to another episode of Firstly Unstoppable. I have a super, super special treat for you guys because not only do we have one guest, but <laughs> we have two. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Kemi and Pua. Um, thanks for coming on, you guys. Oh, we're excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting all the kinks worked out. It's so funny yes. how perfectionism just does not exist in business. Like, it's, there's just no way. Like, no or it exists, but we have to push our way through it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, why don't you just start off by telling us, especially because you guys are doing things together, about your journey and how you met and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, thank you for asking. We love sharing about it and uh, our our origin story. So Pua and I met as fitness trainers originally years ago. We actually both started working out at this gym and then uh, around the same time started being becoming trainers there. And as we coached clients there, uh, and we kind of just fell into this world of fitness training. And as we did it, we just felt so aligned in terms of, well, of course, of course we connected as friends and just enjoyed each other's company. Um, we both were big podcast fans. And so as we were working with clients at the gym to sort of help hack 
health and wellness issues that our clients might have had, uh, we we felt this calling to you know as we would work with people, it's like it's so much more as we know about just our physical self, right? There's so much going on, mental, emotional, spiritual. People are frustrated with their relationships or they're not happy in their jobs, and so there's so much more going on. And it almost felt like well, we just felt like we wanted a platform that we could address uh, the the whole self and not just the physical. So because we were podcast fans, we're like, well, let's just, you know, start a podcast. I love <laughs> it. Really innocent sort of, uh, at that time, you know, this was like, well, gosh, whatever, 2014, 15, somewhere around there. And we're like, yeah, you know, we're just going to have a podcast and then that'll be our business. And then we're just going to get tons of sponsors and like retire and, and live on an yeah. island. And that's the way it works. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so our journey was a little bit different from that. And, but as we began podcasting, what we found is we really began to, to niche down. So that was our first podcast. And then as we came together each week and was just like, uh, you know, figuring out what our voice was, what our vibe was, what our true mission was, it really then did be begin to evolve into an actual business. And then we moved into the world of productivity coaching for a while, because that was one thing that we geeked out on together, you know, productivity, yeah. creating your time and energy for whatever it is that what you want to create. Uh, we spent some time in the corporate world training, uh, you know, doing corporate productivity training. And as we were there, we really began to just feel because we were entrepreneurs, we felt this real calling to work with others that were building businesses like we were. So in the corporate world, we would encounter so many people actually in fitness training too, that were doing not doing the thing that they actually wanted to be doing. And so it was a big leap that we made in our own business, a big shift to bring us a little bit more in integrity with serving who we were actually meant to serve. And so we shifted to uh, online business coaching for entrepreneurs and that rebranding changed our freaking life because it was just everything had come together. And so now we serve uh, online uh, you know, people that are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs to help them to create online businesses, online presence from a foundation of wellness and productivity. So everything makes sense. Looking back, it didn't when we were in the swirl of creating it. So Absolutely. Uh, that's a little bit of our, the, the shortened version of our, of our story. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. So, okay. I have a first question because I feel like there's a lot of people in the world that are like, okay, I want to start a new business. I want to start a podcast. I think I'd be really good at that. But all of this fear and these negative thoughts come in. Were you guys feeling that at all when first getting started, like the imposter syndrome? And what did you do to combat that and actually begin? I think it's funny because at least I didn't expect us to have the business that we have now. So okay. At first, I wasn't thinking like, oh, who are we to be business coaches or who are we to be productivity coaches? Because I just didn't see it. Like it wasn't in the vision yet, but I for sure like was in tears the first time we did a podcast because I was like, I sound like an idiot. No one's going to listen to us. You should just do this by yourself. I'll just be there to like ask you the questions. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'll interview you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did not like it at all. All. I was like, this is not what I'm meant to be doing. And I remember crying and, oh. I, I, and like, Kimmy was like, well, why are you crying? Like, this is silly. Like, what's wrong and, with you? And, 
but like now it's just something that we do and we love it and it's so it's easy and it's fun and it's funny because yeah. like a podcast now is I don't know like 10 15% of what we do but yeah. at first it was 150% of what we were doing and right. we prepared like crazy we'd spend weeks like preparing docs and researching and now we'll jump on and we'll be like hey you want to talk about that thing that we did last week that'd be a cool thing okay ready record <laughs> and so like that's kind of what business is it's like a metaphor for the rest of our business and for most entrepreneurs that we've met you just kind of like you you fall into things that you end up enjoying and it, someone called it failing forward you just kind of fail mm -hmm. forward, right? Like you mm -hmm. figure it out as you go. And then if it's fun, if it works, you do more of that. If it's not fun, if it didn't work, you don't do that or you fix it or you hack it. And that, so that's kind of been our journey. And along the way doing that, we got really good at what we do. And so now we're helping others who are feeling that kind of like, oh God, like, is this what, is this what I'm, what I really got myself into? Like, it's really yeah. fun, but it's really hard. I like doing what I'm doing. I don't know how to make money, right? And we found that business owners, much like ourselves in the beginning, love to do whatever it is that you're good at, but they aren't necessarily great business people. Like they don't know. We didn't know how to make money. So mm -hmm. we made ourselves completely broke and then had to figure <laughs> it out. Right. right. So, yeah. We're just well, paying that forward also. Sometimes you have to hit that rock bottom state of, okay, like I cannot go on like this anymore. Like this is it rock bottom. I'm done. I'm moving up from here. Like there's only up from there. And it sounds like that's kind of like where you guys were for sure. And when you hit that, you have two choices. You get a job, you quit, you leave this behind, even if it's temporary or you figure your shit out. Right. And for us, like, there's two of us. So there's two people and families to support, right? right? So I feel like it's extra important that you figure it out quickly or else this, it doesn't work. And for us, like there is no way once we tasted the freedom and the fun of having your own business, we're like, going to no. another job. Yeah. <laughs> hell fucking no, that ain't happening. Right. So, yeah. So, okay. So tell us, and I'm sure people are like, well, what were the first few steps? Like what, what, what do I have to do? Like what is even the first thing I do after they have this idea of starting and maybe they did start and then they're like, holy shit, how do I make money in this? Well, certainly the thing that has been consistent along our journey and every time that we've made a quantum leap forward and, and yeah. shifted to that next level has been investing in ourselves Absolutely. and surrounding ourselves with people that are doing what we want to be doing. So yes, we would not be where we are. Yes. Like we would not be where we are without the coaches and the mentors that we've had. And so what we can train ourselves to do is, and, and this is what we work with our clients on we all get stuck like the how, right? It's the how people are like, oh, I want to do this thing. I'm so excited about it. Oh, but I don't know how. And what's going to make the difference for someone in their entrepreneurial journey is shifting that how to a who. So the moment, if you can train yourself to, instead of how can I do this? It's who can help me do this? Who is doing this? Who can I reach out to for some support? And that muscle that we built, the, the, Flipping the how into a who has been the number one thing that has helped us with our growth and expansion. Yeah. Sounds like and Dr. Think, Seuss. <laughs> how? Who? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's make a new book. <laughs> Look, your um, house into I, a who. 
I think that the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is just six inches between our ears. And we get so caught up with that how that it almost stops us because we're so overwhelmed. So, okay, switching the how into a who, meaning who can I be around, who can I help type of thing. Um, what other top tips did you know, do you have, or did you guys go through when beginning to make money in your business? Yeah. You touched on one of them and it's, it's, so one of our clients actually, and we love this, we've like adopted it. She calls your, your mind, your brain, your head, the upstairs neighbors. And Uh they're, they're very annoying and they're very convincing, right? They'll, they'll like come downstairs. You're like, Oh, I'm living for my joy. I'm doing what I love. And they come downstairs and they knock on your door and you're like, you're being too loud. Could you guys keep it down? It's it's bedtime. You (laughs) You can't, you can't be doing this. You can't be living like this. You can't do what you love. It's not right. (laughs) You're like, okay, never mind. Let me just, let me quiet myself and, and live small. Right. And so it's just a kind of a funny metaphor, but Following that, following your intuition and knowing what you're here to do and what lights you up and doing more of that is like step one. And then it's funny, right? Because there, there is a balance. And so once like we only work with entrepreneurs who can describe to us how much they love what they do and how it breaks their heart Mm -hmm. thinking about how they, if they can't make money, they can't, they have to quit. And to us, we're like, okay, we got you. And so the how is often kind of that, like, you kind of bring a little bit of your, your, your brain into it in that, okay, here's what you offer. Here's your service. Let's give you some tools, some strategies that work so that you can get your message out to the world. Because at the end of the day, we are coaching entrepreneurs to scale their business online. And that is, it's like the wild, wild west. It's like everybody's kind of out, like, guns a blazing, trying to figure things out. And so it's important to figure out strategies that work quickly because you can waste a lot of money in things like Facebook ads or, you know, subscriptions yeah. for programs that you're hosting that people aren't buying because they can't find you. So what we do is we help you to get clarity to clearly describe what it is that you do, to clearly define your ideal client so that you can attract them to your business and then to connect them with the people who need them most. Right. Right. And so with those things, then you can start to monetize because you'll then have people to buy your products and your services. Yes. People who will love you. Absolutely. I know. I talk about a lot of that myself with my personal clients. Um, but I know you guys, made a lot of transitions in your business. So I'd love to talk about that because I'm sure there's people listening who are like, okay, I'm doing this right now, but I really think that you, cause you kind of mentioned like, this isn't really what I was meant to do. This isn't really like it yet. This isn't the full part. How did you make the transition an easy transition? And did you get any backlash from your audience? And how did you handle that? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, <laughs> one, really, and this is a great practical strategy that we love to share. One thing that we've had in place in our business since we started working together, just having our first podcast is weekly planning and having that uh, white space in our week where we just would check in with ourselves individually and with each other. So we had a weekly planning process that we uh, created for ourselves just to sort of like check in. How are you doing physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? We would do this on our own and then we'd come together each week week and kind of reflect where we're at back to each other and also uh, just check in with the business. And so because we had this uh, white space, this like slowing down piece uh, in our week, it was a chance to 
not just kind of check in with how we were feeling and if things still felt in alignment, it was a chance to realign. And it was also the chance to observe patterns. So when we would observe the pattern of like, oh, like this feels heavy, like week after week after week, this feels heavy. Having that uh, in a trackable, like visible, like we can see it in front of our faces shouting back to us uh, sort of format was transformative. And it always has been. And I think that in itself helped us to build the muscle of checking in and knowing when you're feeling in or out of alignment. So, and the simplest way, right? It, it, like at the end of the day, it's just, does, does your life feel heavy or light right now? Does this element of your life feel heavy or does it feel light? And can you train yourself to follow what feels light and drop what feels heavy? Uh, but sometimes we need, especially some of us that are, uh, you know, a little more stuck in our heads, like we certainly were uh, in the beginning of our journey. We needed that physical proof of like, oh my God, here we are talking about the same damn thing again about how we're so miserable. Like, why are we still doing this thing? Like, let's mm -hmm. follow, let's explore this and figure out what does feel good for us. So I think that's been a huge part of it is just yeah, creating enough white space in our life to uh, like slow down in order to speed up. Mm, that's so good. So I know we talked, you just talked about a little bit about like being in alignment and what feels good, what doesn't feel good and feeling out of it too. So besides just noticing what feels really good to you and what is actually lighting you up and you get excited about every day, how else can you suggest that people shift back into a that alignment space? Because I know that that's the best way to show up in your business every day too. Yeah, for sure. And it's, all of this, like whether it's productivity, whether it's uh, figuring out what you're going to do that day, like uh, it, all of this comes back to awareness. Mm -hmm. Every single bit of it, everything about your business, about your health, about your like sleep quality, like it's all about awareness. And for us, we, we love to integrate the tangible and the kind of like I want to say spiritual, but I don't even think it's that. I think it's like internal and external, right? It's like sure, yeah, it's, it's makes logical sense. and not logical. So what we like <laughs> to do, right, is like create those tangible processes to help you to become aware of these things that are that may be kind of creeping in and distracting you from whatever that alignment might be. So just like with weekly planning, another thing can be you know just taking inventory of how you spend your time, what your energy levels are like, how you feel when you do certain things. And that's a really clear indicator of what you actually like to do, right? Yeah. So for us, for example, we used to do corporate productivity consulting and training and coaching. And we thought that that was our thing. Like we were like, oh yeah, this is what we do. Like let's go and hustle for a bunch of corporate clients and then do all these workshops. And it's really fun because we're going to like make people love their jobs and love their life. And one day we were standing in a parking lot after we did one of these presentations yeah. and we presented to this group of people who were so sad. <laughs> they just like, I don't, I think some of them may have loved their job, but many didn't seem to, and they didn't, they weren't really receptive to us. And it was just like, we, I was like, is this fun? Do we like this still? And it, right, like, and you, you end up, again, those upstairs neighbors, they're, they're convincing. They convince you that what you're doing is, is fun, right? Like, so we're like, yeah, yeah, like, this is an alignment because we're helping these people. And I, it was just so incredible because up until that moment, I hadn't put any sort of process in place 
to ask myself if this was fun, if this lit us up. And, and it didn't. And that was the day that we were like, huh, all right, maybe, maybe a shift is coming. And we realized that on the side, we were working with entrepreneurs and that was really fun. And why don't we bring them front and center and forget about the corporate stuff? So, I mean, it's, it really does take asking yourself impactful, intentional questions. And without that in place, and that is our weekly planning system, right? It's just a series of questions, but they're very intentional and they're designed to bring you back to that place of awareness when you start to kind of run into certain things and, and you start to kind of live by default rather than by design. Yeah. Do you have a few examples of the questions you guys ask yourselves or um, to every week to get into it? I'm sure our audience is like, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. So, it actually starts with just like a, it's a, on a scale of one to 10, rate yourself uh, in four categories, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. That's mm. it. That's how it starts. And for each of those, then you will, and, and this is a process, I will say it's lengthy, the, the, the full version of it. And what we tell people is like, there's lots of questions. Don't feel like you have to do this every week, but the more often you can do it and the more detail that you can do it in, the, the more results you'll get. So after you do those, those check-ins, you look at each one and you say, okay, what could I do this week to be proactive and raise that number? Instead of being like, well, I feel shitty every single week for four months in a row. What are you going to do about it? Right? Like, and that's what people do. Yeah. That is what people do. They just live feeling like shit because they think that's just what it means to be an adult. Right. right. Like that's just what life is. And that's right. just, I remember this one time I was walking, I live by myself and I walk, I can walk like real close to like a bunch of bars and restaurants and stuff. And I was just smiling. And this guy was like, why are you so happy? And I was like, the real question is, is why is that a freaking question? Like, I was like, is this a joke? Like, you're really like stopping me as I'm walking down the street to ask me why I'm so happy. But that's so true. Most of society is so used to being negative Nancy's and, and down and just going through life as if we are, are to arrive safely at death. And that's just not the truth. It doesn't have to be true. He was really asking you, why am I not happy? <laughs> I, I know. Really... <laughs> I know. And I was like, dude, I don't have time to talk to you. <laughs> I'm on a mission. I have a legacy to leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I do not have time to talk to you. I was just literally so dumbfounded by that question, but it's so true. And I think that sometimes if you've been in the personal development world or the entrepreneurial world where you are surrounded by so much positivity, sometimes you, we forget what it's like. But those who have family members who maybe are more negative, they feel it all the time. Like I know some of my clients talk about where when they live um, or they, when they visit their family or when they don't get what they're doing, they're very negative about it. So do you guys have any suggestions of how to get through that? And maybe just when someone is negative to you, how to just kind of like let it go through one ear and out the other? <laughs> well, certainly the more that you believe in what you're doing, the more resilient you become to other people's opinions, right? So it's, it's really not about anybody else's, uh, you know, like 
thoughts or beliefs or judgments on you, we are only vulnerable to judgment when we judge ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you find in your life that you're like, oh my God, like nobody, nobody believes in me. Really what that's saying is there is a part of you that still doesn't believe in yourself because mm -hmm. when you do, it's yeah. like those, like people can say something to you and it just won't even register because you're like, well, that's right. not true. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I told you like, Hey, your eyeballs are purple and you're right. like, no, like they're really not like, and you know, to your core that that's just not the truth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, so the question really isn't how can we, you know, uh, not have that happen to us. It's more like what, how can we become more resilient to that? And how can we believe in ourselves more? And for us, I mean, that's part of our whole mission. Pua and I have been so blessed to have each other on this journey and we wouldn't not, I mean, we would definitely not be where we are or, and our business would not look the same if we didn't have each other uh, to carry us through. Like Pua and I sort of like, like when I'm down, she pulls me up. When she's oh, down, I pull her up. And it's just been so, awesome. uh, so amazing to have a business yeah. bestie like that. And so that is our mission to pay that forward to others that, especially solopreneurs or those that don't have the support around them. It's why we created our community. It's like, it, it means the world to us. And that is available to everyone. And it's, if you feel that you're alone in this journey, we understand it can feel isolating, but you are never alone. And in this day and age, where we have internet access, like they're, they're in a click, you could be connected with a whole community of people that would support you and love you and be there for you and be in your corner and give you the exact advice and support that you need. So when we begin to isolate ourselves, we just have to like shake that limiting belief off and say, okay, again, who can I reach out to, to lift me up if I don't feel supported in my current environment? Yeah. Okay. So that's totally one area of just making sure that you are connected again with that proximity thing of being like around people who are going to lift you up and who you want to be. Um, I know that belief within the self and feeling worthy and feeling like a fraud is something that a lot of people deal with. So are there uh, any other tips or exercises that you can give to someone who is just really looking to grow their beliefs? So this no, they can become resilient. They can have that grit and that tenacity and become the overcomer that they've always wanted to be. Yeah, for sure. And I think fear, self-doubt, uh, that imposter syndrome, right? Not not wanting to take action or move forward because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't really understand this space. All of those things are very inward focus, mm, right? Fear yeah. of, we were talking about this yesterday on one of our, our group coaching calls where uh, one of our clients was, she's like, oh, I, I just did my first video and I, I spent like 10 minutes and I was scared to press the button and I, oh. right? And the, but she did it and she was so okay. proud. And she's like, I had so much fun. I had no idea. It's so fun. And, and I answered what? questions. And, and so we were kind of talking about that, that shift in her emotion, in her mindset. And you just have to remember, like if anybody out there is like, oh, that's me. I'm so scared. I don't like, I don't, and that's me. Like, I don't like social media. I don't really like doing anything publicly. I'm very private I, and it makes me very uncomfortable. But in a, in a business sense, when you have a service or a product that helps other people, it, you have to start practicing that muscle of shifting out of yourself 
because it's not about you anymore. Nope. It's about your service. You have a responsibility to share. Yeah. You have a responsibility to connect with other people and to shake that fear off and get out there as fast as you can because people are mm. suffering without you. Right? Mm. So that's the Boom. mindset shift. I love it. That's so true though. And it's so funny that we get so caught up. I know I made an episode all about how to not care what people think about you. So check it out if you're going to go backwards. But like we, it's, it's so not about us. It's about our vision. It's about our mission, our why, and the legacy that we're here to leave. Because something that I love is that it only takes one. It takes one person to literally impact the world because that one person maybe smiles at someone extra today. And then that other person goes home and, and is nicer to their family. And then their family interacts with kids at school and then they interact with their parents. And it's literally like, I have goosebumps talking about this. <laughs> it's like this like ripple effect that you are creating every single day. So cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't love know. it. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm like, man, I've got goosebumps of this daydream of this ripple effect that we're making. Um, well, okay. So you guys started in the first place to really have that life of freedom. You're like, okay, we wanted to help people, etc. What obstacles do you feel like you faced when you first started that you were able to overcome and now are able to help other people overcome? I'd love for people, you know, you to just share like what you feel like you've um, battled or fears or thoughts that came through your mind, just so people know that they're not alone in what's mm -hmm. going on for them. Sure. Well, we're always growing and we're always learning yeah. and we love, I mean, that's part of the joy of what we do is as we learn, we continue to share. And so, but certainly, and I think especially for new entrepreneurs, we went through so much uh, like branding pains, you know, and like trying to figure out like, what do we call ourselves? Like, who are we? What, what are we supposed to be doing? And all of that, the perfectionism that comes up and uh, for many people too. And this was certainly the case for us moving from you know, we almost have like like uh, PTSD from working for other people right so you work for other people and working for other people <laughs> it's <laughs> and, so true right so <laughs> it's like working for back. other people yeah and also just school in general like our whole lives we're taught to basically like we have to ask permission like is this okay yeah. does this sound okay like am i if i put this out there is it going to like be okay with my bosses <laughs> be okay with everybody else and in this world of entrepreneurship there you no one you can't wait around for people to give you permission you have to give yourself permission and so as yes. we we just had to begin to like take action and trust that instead of waiting around for clarity and confidence it was taking the action and not being afraid to mess up, <laughs> putting a, like an unpolished version of ourselves out there was actually how we would gain the clarity and the confidence. And Absolutely. so we see that a lot, especially with our new entrepreneurs that we're working with. And it's like they're, they're sitting there waiting for the, for the confidence and, and clarity <laughs> angels to come down and, and like, I'm going to touch you. <laughs> yes. And instead, just, time. <laughs> just get into action. Just be yeah. going go, you know, be messy and perfect action and just start because it does create that momentum and that's where the clarity comes from. And so, yeah, so that's certainly something. And, and another huge, we don't like to call them mistakes because we're always learning from everything. Yeah, so another great learning opportunity that we had absolutely. was that <laughs> before we were really clear about who we were, we spent like 
$10,000 on a website and on branding, like somebody else helping us with our branding before we did any internal work on it. And that was, we ended up scrapping the whole website, which again, taught us how to build a website because we then built our own website and became a, you know, uh, really proficient in digital media services. But uh, yeah, so we, but what happened was they, it wasn't their fault. They created something, their right. version of what they thought we were. And because we yeah. didn't know who we were, we were like, like, that's, of course sure. that's going to happen. Right. So yeah. it's part of our mission now to help people to get that clarity first and then go, you know, get, you know, then you can invest in yourself, right? So yeah. figure out a way and, and, and create all the things after it. And what we see often that happens is people will, they're like, okay, I, I, I'm going to have, I guess I need a website because I want to have this business. So I guess I need a website. And they're trying to go through their, all that branding growing pains that they need to while they're trying to build the things instead of systematically like, okay, figure out who you are and what your offerings are and begin serving because as you begin serving, you're going to get clarity and then you can, you know, invest in, uh, you know, there are definitely ways you can build a website that doesn't have to cost you $10,000 in the beginning. And so we really had to figure out ways to do things efficiently, affordably. And now we look for like, we help our clients. Okay. How can we help you to build this business as exactly as easily, as joyously, as efficiently and as cost effectively as possible? So those are a few of our like the oh, big pains that I know that we went through. And there's, there's yeah. so many. I think what a lot of what we've been talking about today is a lot about, like we said earlier, failing forward, which is also a book. If you've never read that book, it's a really awesome book. Um, failing forward. And we talked about um, welcoming obstacles. And yes, like you said, there's no mistakes. They're just learning lessons. There are opportunities to learn. Like the biggest obstacles I've ever gone through are the reason why I have a business today. And so I think it's so fascinating how it kind of goes full circle and welcoming obstacles can actually be a good thing rather than this thing that we have to feel this weight and this pain and this, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do with my life? Like everything's going to be okay. And I think that you guys are perfect living proof of that, of like in any entrepreneur and just remembering that we all had to start somewhere. You know, like I remember my first live video, like who uh, you said earlier, you're like, I cried after the podcast, dude, I was sweating so bad in my first live video, like drips of sweat dripping down my back. It was disgusting. And I was like, why did that happen? <laughs> you know, it's like ridiculous. It's like, but it happens to all of us. And I think that's, what's important to share. Yes, for sure. And I think this being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, like it's, it ain't easy. <laughs> like it's really, it's really not, but it's so fun and it's yeah. so it's challenging and it's rewarding every it's day. So rewarding. Right. And like, I think that's part of why, especially people with this kind of entrepreneurial chromosome <laughs> and, and yeah, maybe, I like it. It's right? like, like, it's like, you're it. us. like, we're like, yeah. it's in your back. <laughs> I really think like, and, and quite frankly, it could be every human. But we've yeah. just been conditioned to feel comfort in something that, that, you know, we do every day. Feel the comfort yeah. of a steady paycheck that's paid for by someone else, right? So right. it could be human nature, who knows? But I know for damn sure it's like Kimi and Pua nature and Brooke nature, right? And so for us, like I remember I, I went back to school several times because okay. I didn't like not learning. 
and you'd get into a job, you'd learn how to do the job, and then you'd get good at it. You'd continue to get paid, but then what? Right? And so, like, people will aspire to, like, climb the corporate ladder, right? Why? Because they want more. They are craving more. Yes, it comes with more money, but I think as humans, we're also craving a challenge. We want to continue to learn. So as an entrepreneur, if you can shift your mindset again, like any challenge that comes your way, right? Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I thought that this would have been behind us once we started to make more than $10,000 a month, you know, like, but, but as you grow, as your income increases, as your team increases, so do the puzzles, right? It never stops, which is the fun part. And once you can see that as fun and see every challenge as, as a game, as a puzzle, how do I solve this? How do I hack this? And then once I do that, how can I teach it? How can I pay this forward? And that's the cycle that we've found ourselves in. And it's so cool. So yes. we've really, we don't really see challenges as debilitating ever. It's just not. And so once you can get there, sky's the limit. Right. And it's so funny. I think that what we forget as entrepreneurs is that we chose this life. Like <laughs> That is so true. <laughs> like a tra- an entrepreneur train did not come to our front door, go toot toot, like pick you up. Like you definitely went to the train station and you chose <laughs> to get on the train. You know, we forget oh. that we chose this life. So why are we getting so butthurt about everything? You know, <laughs> it's so important for entrepreneurs to remember too, because most entrepreneurs value freedom. And so the moment that we don't, that we feel trapped in our like, Oh my God, it's like, we have to remind ourselves like, no, we have yeah. a choice. We always we have a choice have and we're choosing this life. We are, we have that freedom of choice. So yeah, it's so funny. We have I to have, <laughs> I have a totally like off topic conversation. Like I just have a question for you guys. Cause I love how you said that we have like the, the entrepreneur chromosome. What were your guys' little girl dreams? Like your first ever dream that you could Im- imagine in your life. Like, do you remember what it was? Go ahead, Pua. Pua has the best answer for this. <laughs> tell us, tell us. <laughs> I wanted to be a dolphin. What? <laughs> Do you know at the Denver Aquarium, we have real mermaids? Like, well, you know, people like are mermaids, you know? That's cool. That's, That's almost job. a dolphin. <laughs> Your dream it's is so, so possible. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I will remember that. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Kimmy? Uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I definitely, I wanted to be an artist or I wanted to be a performer and which is so strange yeah. because, uh, ever. So I spent a lot, I was an only child and I spent a lot of time, uh, doing performances for my family and like dancing. Oh my gosh. I'm sure like, you have so many videos. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. And, and I, you know, somewhere along the way, I certainly had that part of me, like, just like kind of shrink, I I would say. And so, so much of my entrepreneurial journey has been being willing to be seen again and being willing to put myself out there and being willing to be in the spotlight, which I always loved as a child. And so I think that it's just interesting because it's a great question. And I think your audience, everyone should take a moment to check back in and and ask themselves that because there is so much beauty and truth there. And then you can ask yourself like, what has the world like told me that is wrong with that? in some way and how can I like step back into the energy of that so even what have I told myself yes 
Yes, has, exactly. It's so funny. So my little girl dream, and if, if my audience has been watching me for a while, then they know because I talk about this all the time. I, think it's <laughs> fun. I wanted to be Celine Dion's backup dancer. That's yeah. like, just like, I'm Celine, like Celine Dion of all people. Like that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> so I feel like if we have these extravagant, like these really, these, those are big dreams. Those aren't small. Those aren't like, I remember sitting at my mom and she's an accountant and there's something wrong with that. Like, don't get me wrong here. Okay. But I remember being like, why do you do what you do? Like, do you like that? And she was like, Brooke, I was just really good at it. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I never understood that like basic stuff. So I just had to ask because I was like, I have a feeling like that it was going to be really, really fun answer. <laughs> so I was like, totally off topic, but so funny. So question. my typical question of the podcast, and I feel like we've went over this so much, but if you have a specific example that, I think that would be really helpful. So this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So we've talked about a lot of obstacles. We've talked about a lot of overcoming things. Um, but do you have a specific obstacle that you either both of you overcame together as a business or singly that when you overcame it, you felt so victorious? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking, you can see us thinking here. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have to say there, there have been just so many moments like that. I, I can't, you know, necessarily pinpoint an exact one because it has been, uh, just, I, I always like refer to these as like Thelma and Louise moments, but <laughs> throughout our entrepreneurial journey, Pua and I've had these moments where we look at each other and we're like, fuck it. And we like fly off the cliff <laughs> together, you know? So there are those times where we sort of stepping so in our way and then you get to that point where it's like, okay, I am, I've reached my upper limit here. So mm. how can I launch myself, like bust through to the next level? And, yeah. so, and usually that comes with a little bit of like flying together and I, it becomes, um, you know, uh, it is like a muscle and it becomes almost addictive in a sense, because as we push out of our comfort zone again and again and again, we build our confidence in our ability to, to stretch past. And our friend, uh, Alice Inouye once told us that the edge is where the magic happens, right? So mm. right when we feel like we're like pushed at the edge, like if we can just like <sighs> together and jump and then we, and then we fly. All right. And then we trust that. Okay. Then we, when we hit the next one, we can do it again. So yeah. I know that was kind of a, like a very, no, <laughs> I know we talked so much about it already in this episode. So it was so focused on it on ready. And I think that the benefit that you guys have is that you have each other. You got each other's back no matter what. And so I think that's the biggest key here. Like maybe that's the biggest message also is just making sure you do have that tribe who, when you have an idea, they're not going to be like, that's stupid or that's silly. They're going to be like, yeah, girl, like get it out there. Like you got it. Like you'd be like, hell yeah, that sounds good. You know, like your little hype man, like they're like your, they're like your backup singers. I'm like, <laughs> yes, always. Yes. So fun. And somebody to challenge, you know, we like, you can't believe everything that you think, right? So if you have somebody there that can mirror back to you, like, because you, you're, we're walking around every day, like, this is truth. This is truth. This is what's real. My thoughts are real. And so when you have somebody else there, that's like, is it though? Like, here's, here's the way that I see that that might not be true. And here's actually how I see you. And here's actually what I think is possible. And could this be another way to look at it? And so to have that reflective sort of mastermind, supportive sisterhood energy around all the time, 
time has been like freaking, yeah, life-changing, game-changing, and everybody can, has that, like, think about, first of all, who can be that in your life? And if someone isn't there now, then yeah, just get creative. Look out there. There are so many networks. We're here to support you. Like, reach out to us. Yeah. Right. I always tell people, Hey, like I'm just on the other end of this computer screen or this phone screen. Right? Like I'm a person, like, you know, um, I'm, a I person. <laughs> I'm a person. Okay. <laughs> no, my hair does not naturally grow this color. Okay. I wish it did. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. You guys, can you tell us the most exciting, awesome thing that is going on in your business or what you guys are working on right now? That's super exciting for you. We can. Yay! We couldn't tell you before two days ago. <laughs> we could. <All> right. <laughs> so uh, we are. We, the other day we spent like I don't know, it was like eight or nine hours. Planning. Oh God, it was by Skype. Know, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're so we're planning an upcoming launch. Um, and one of the things, like I don't know, this is just so cool. And for me, I have been like. Wishy washiness has been a trigger for me. And I like, I like to be reliable. I like to not like say what I do, what I say and say what I do and mean what I say, whatever. And so to, to like mold or to sit into a, a business where we get to decide whatever we want and shift whenever it feels good. That was kind of a funky transition for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, can we really do that? People are expecting this from us or this and that. So now, now that I'm over it, like <laughs> we do it all the time. So one of the biggest shifts that we're making is we're taking our signature program. We have an eight week online course for entrepreneurs. It's called broke ass to badass. We love it. And it's just like, it's so, it's so fun. It's so expansive. And up until now it's been rolling admission because, you know, we want it to be accessible. We want as many people to come in as they can. And we're learning these new launch strategies at the same time that we have a big group going through the course at the same time together. They just enrolled all at the same time a few weeks ago. And the combination of just falling in love with that cohort vibe wow. and getting to know everybody and having them get to know each other and create relationships and friendships and, and networks, we've decided to do launch periods and then close the program periodically. So that's coming and we're doing our first big launch in November. Um, So we're super pumped about that. We just want as many people to, to check it out to watch us fail forward and, and kind of stumble through this. It's going to be really fun and funny and entertaining as well as educational. Um, So (laughs) jump on board and experience that with us because that's going to be crazy. I love it. All right. Well, where can people find you, love you, stalk you, all the things? <laughs> yes. Stalk us, please. Uh, okay. So, well, one of our favorite places, certainly go to our website. We have a fun download there and uh, it's for five secrets for building your badass online business. Mm, and so from there, you can kind of easily get connected to all the things. So that's bledigital.com. Uh, we are a digital media agency as well. And so the BLE, people always ask us, but it's our the, the last, uh, one of the versions of our business, we were called Best Life Ever. So it's sort of homage oh. to BLE. 
Uh, oh, like so yeah. I was like, before we got on the phone, I was like, what is BLE? <laughs> <laughs> yes, BLE. And, uh, but of course, most people know us by uh, our podcast, Broke Ass to Badass, and yeah. our, that's also our Instagram, at Broke Ass to Badass, and of course, the name of our program as well. Uh, we Perfect. spend the most time in our Facebook group. So we have a free Facebook group. It's a really great place for uh, entrepreneurs to come together and support each other. It's exactly what we've been talking about here today, community. So that you can find at uh, bledigital.com slash tribe, quick, easy way, or you can just search Broke Ass to Badass Tribe and find it there. <laughs> oh, so excited. We'll have all of that in the show notes as well. But you guys, this has been so much fun. And so honestly, fun. I feel like between the three of us, we could talk all day. We <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on and being awesome. And I know that people are just going to love this. Oh, and thank you for doing what you do. This has been so fun. You're so easy to talk to. And I just feel like revved up after our conversation. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thanks, much. guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.